Hey guys, welcome to Steve McGrath's Basecraft. So today I'm just changing up a bit and we have on Rusty Osborne from the Rusty Osborne podcast. He talks about men's health and losing weight and he also runs Fight, Find Your Total Health. It's uh, his company with his wife where they um, help men lose weight, mainly musicians. So he's a, he was a professional musician himself for years until he started um, deciding to get healthy and then he got so interested in all the health side of things that he decided to change profession and become a health coach. So yeah, I know a bit different, but I hope you find this useful because gigs are coming back and the temptation to eat crap on tour is coming back. Obviously it's really important to stay fit, to have a healthy, long, healthy life and also to be a successful musician. So enjoy the episode, like and subscribe and I'll see you soon. Hey man, how are you getting on? Fantastic! It's a beautiful day here. We're in Nashville, Tennessee today. So how oh, are you doing? Deadly. That that that's amazing. I'm I'm good. I I was just doing a bit of DIY. I was um trying to scrape paint for the last two days, and it's not very rock and roll, but you know has to be. I just I just had a shower. I was destroyed, covered in dust. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we have to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But so you, we were chatting before um, through email before you came on, and you were saying you're kind of a vagabond. You don't live anywhere. You're always on the road. Is that true? You're always moving. Yeah, yeah. When uh, oh gosh, it was probably it was a little over seven months ago. Now we just sold all our stuff, moved out, and we live out of uh, Airbnbs. Or right now we're in a really nice hotel room here in Nashville, and uh, it's what we do. So. <laughs> Amazing. So, so you're my first guest on, definitely. Who's uh, well from the fit? What would you say you're a, a fitness coach? Would that be the, the best way to describe what you do? Or nutrition? Nutrition? Yeah, we do. We do all sort. My microphone's falling. Sorry about that. That's right. But it's a pretty cool mic. In fairness, show to get show, show that oh, yeah. on screen so people can Check see this out. Oh yeah, because I love freedom. That's why <laughs> the freedom <laughs> mic. <laughs> yeah, that's why we don't live anywhere in particular. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we, we help men, mainly musicians, lose weight. That's what we do. And we do it through whatever we need to do. So we cover nutrition, we cover fitness, we cover sleep, stress, mindset. What is it that you need to mm. get where you want to be? And that's what we do. That's amazing. And when did you start this um, endeavor? Because I know you were in a band, like a bass player and a singer. Mm. And was there a reason for the career change, a particular reason, or you kind of just fell into it? Great question, man. Yeah. So basically, so we we started officially coaching a little over two years ago, two and a half years ago. And the reason was when I was playing nonstop, I was also drinking nonstop, eating nonstop. <laughs> Just, you, you know, I saw on was, YouTube, yeah. um, I looked up your old band, the promo thing, and you were, oh, hitting, yeah. you were hitting shots like it was like shots fired all the... <laughs> Thinking, oh yeah. yeah i can see how his um lifestyle was a bit unhealthy in that band yeah a little bit like an easy night was probably like eight or nine beers and a couple oh. shots so that was i was obese i was sick uh and you know when you're that like when you're that fat and sad like it's not fun no you know i didn't feel good i still showed up i still performed well but you know i didn't look healthy i didn't feel great and after a certain point, it was just like, something's got to change. So mm. got into running. I did ultra marathons. I was cycling. I was doing that kind of thing and still didn't lose that much weight. I even had a personal trainer doing all this. And it wasn't until I understood, oh, there's more to it than just fitness. Mm. Once we overhauled nutrition and uh, sleep and all, all the other pillars of health, 
man, fat just melted off. I lost really? 85 pounds, felt unbelievable. It was like someone lifted the fog off my eyes. Like it broke <laughs> out of the matrix. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. That's amazing. And just like the energy and vitality that came through. So to get back to your question of like, why and when, once I found out how possible this is, even living as a musician playing, you know, eight, nine gigs a week, if I can do it, then why can't anybody else? Exactly. And we, it's, it's, it's at the moment, it's so important as well, like, cause we're all at home and it's just, you're just eating all the time. You're like, Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the kitchen. Oh, oh, that looks nice. I'll eat that. And it's like, mm -hmm. cause you're not going anywhere. It's so tempting. It's, so this is so important at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, uh, what's really something that a lot of people haven't thought about is not only is it important while we're home to make sure that we're, you know, not overdoing it in the kitchen, I'm pointing at my fridge right now. It's staring at me. I still want to eat it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but this is also the best time, just like you, you practice in the woodshed before you hit the stage. Yeah, It's like we're getting one huge chunk of time to learn how to be healthy for real. So when we get back out into the real world, out on tour, we're out in the studio all the time, working like crazy, we can have all these health habits already set in stone. And that lays that foundation for the rest of your life. Yeah, but it's so hard as a musician, though, isn't it? Like, because you're, yeah, you're just moving all the time. Like, and the road stop. I, I'm sure you've had a lot of um, truck stop food and things like that. Oh yeah, I, I, I think it's hacks. You need like um, some kind of hacks to eat healthy because it's so hard to do. Like, I, I made a list of some of our favorite foods in the band. Like, when we're on tour. So when when we're in Ireland, see, I do eat healthy at home, but mm. I this this would be my go to after a gig. Um, a vegetarian, a veggie burger, curry, curry sauce, a tub of curry sauce, and um, a large bag of chips. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's not healthy. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, at least you're choosing that there should be vegetables in your in your meal. That's a yeah. that's a step in the right direction, <laughs> and it's better than just pizza. So. Yeah, that's true. but at two a.m. or four a.m. Your choices are limited, so it takes preparation, doesn't it? Pre-planning to what you're going to eat at the show or after the show. Exactly, exactly. And that's something that's really, uh, like you said, like you need hacks. Like what are just some, some things we can do? And in addition to that, we need some foundational things set, right? We need mm -hmm. really the, the two things that we found to be the most important for really keeping a change and making a change in the first place is obviously the hacks, the plan, the tactics, like what are the, the real, like really what should I eat? When should I eat it? Also the, the mindset behind it of I'm the kind of person that prepares. I'm the kind of person that knows what truck stops and restaurants are along the way on tour. And I look yeah. up and see which ones I want to stop at. Mm. Or you can just let life like take you. Right. But I, I prefer to be the kind of guy that's in charge of my life. And so I prepare. Not every single time, man. I'm not perfect, but that yeah. mindset shift, that real strong why, why am I doing this and what do I really want out of it? That's the thing that's going to make those tips and tactics actually useful. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you, you as well, you kind of, you work on the education side as well. Like you, you'll, you, so you teach people what is good, why it's good, but what's most interesting thing about what you do is the mindset. Because we can get that information online, but you're you're just teaching them the healthy mindset, and that will give them the tools going forward to stay healthy, I suppose, on the road. Oh, big time! Yeah, one one of my favorite sayings is, "Man, if if all we needed was the information, 
every one of us would be billionaires with six packs. (laughs) (laughs) All that information's out there. (laughs) We're not doing it. It's the implementation that leads to the transformation that lets you use use those informations like effectively. Mm. Right. So we need that mindset that uh, really drilling it almost down to your identity so that I know that I'm a healthy person. Yeah. And if I'm a healthy person, I'm going to do what healthy people do. I'm going to go for a walk in the sunshine, man. I'm going to eat some freaking vegetables. Yeah. If I'm not a healthy person, I'll have pizza all day like <laughs> I used to. Yeah. It, it, it pulls you down with us. It affects your mu- musicality, like your ability to perform. And is this oh, why yeah. your your clients contact you? They They think that, you know, obviously they feel like crap, but probably their ability to play music is being affected by their lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And normally there's a, a few different things, and I'm sure some of our audience is going to resonate with this, is first off, you look in the mirror and you say, oh, I let myself get like this? Mm. Or you look in the mirror and say, I've let myself stay like this? Hey, yeah. Look at that. I don't want to be that. And this is from my experience and, mm. and my clients. I have like, how many nights do I want to come home still kind of drunk, see that guy in the mirror and be like, why, why are you still like this, man? And when you feel like that, like I used to feel, it, eventually that just gets tiring and it's, you're low on energy, right? If you're low on energy, you're not that fun to be the guy loading in and out at the end of the, you know, for every gig. Mm. You're not as fun in the studio. If you have a side job, you're not going to bring, bring your best energy there. You're not going to bring your best energy to your family yeah. if you've got a wife and kids. And so there's all these different things. And if you're not showing up at a high level on any of those, when you go to write songs, your creativity isn't there. Mm. Your ability to use your fingers really effectively is, is actually in, uh, impacted. Right? And all these things, are, it's just such a drain. And on the flip side, we see this with all our clients. It's, it's, you have this energy, right? This energy, this confidence, this clarity in your brain that you can do the things you need to do with good energy and you're showing up you're patient with your family you're you're bringing in good income with your side job and being really creative with your music and it's just so freeing there's so much freedom in that that next level and with that next level obviously there's always sacrifice right you have to give up junk food you have to give up temporary comfort to have that long-term confidence mental clarity great energy have the look you want Especially in the music industry, we have yeah. to have the look. <laughs> we have to have the look. Yeah, well, some people get away with it, but generally you do. Like some people are famous for being a big guy or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> but and yeah. even them, like they, they might be big, but they've got the, the vibe. Yeah, the vibe you know? has to come with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But um, so how do your cl- clients, can't, they, just can't, they just see you, your posts and they find you and then you move to their city. Is that how it works? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great. I'm trying to figure out how this thing, and what, what's the name of your brand? Fight, F, F-Y-T-H, is that? Yeah, yeah, Find Your Total Health. That's the name mm-hmm. of the company here. So what we do is everything's online. So that way we can see, we work with people around the world. And so, yeah, they find us normally on Instagram through the website, through a referral through a friend or something. And they say, Hey, like I'm a musician. I need help. Like, what do we do? (laughs) And that's, we hop on the phone and either they'll work with us or if I'm not a perfect fit, I refer people out all the time to someone who might be a better fit. So Mm. if anybody out there needs any help with anything, just let me know. We've got people for you (laughs) all over the place. And then, yeah, we've got, 
it's fun, man. It's just too much. So you're fun. in Europe as well. I thought it was just North America that you were based. Yeah. So we, we've only lived in North America, but we work with people over in the UK. I was actually just on a, a call with a guy in Germany uh, right mm. before we hopped on here. And I talked to people in India you know, worldwide. Mm. Everybody's got the same uh, body, essentially. We're all yeah. very unique, but we're all still human. So we, <laughs> the, the principles apply. Yeah, that's so true. Like some people are, they're so strict with certain, they say this diet is perfect or this other diet is perfect. But that's never really true. Everyone is different and people react differently to different foods. Do you, do you find that? Oh, yeah. 110%. Absolutely. And that's actually what we do most is figure out what is it specifically that your body needs to function its best. Mm. I know for, for a fun little example, when I was playing nonstop, after I did this change for myself, I could pinpoint that if I had tequila on stage, I feel fine. <laughs> I could have, I could have uh, two, three tequilas in a night, feel amazing, no hangovers the next day, everything's good. If I, I had one shot you're of whiskey. Alcoholic. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I was. <laughs> I, I, I had to figure that out. That's a whole other story. But the, uh, I, I, could, I found out, though, if I had one shot of whiskey, I would forget lyrics within five minutes. Crazy. Fun. Wouldn't happen with tequila. So even just pinpointing different alcohols affect mm. different people. I've got clients that can eat bread all day and feel amazing. I've got clients that have, they, they look at bread and they're bloated and they've got gas and they're just a mess. <laughs> and so they're all these different foods affect different people differently. Mm. Right? Overall, you probably should have vegetables instead of Snickers, right? That's a general human principle. Yeah. Get, but at the same eat, time, eat more green stuff and less brown stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Exactly. So yeah, everybody's different. There's no one size fits all diet. You know, vegan might work for your drummer. That's awesome. Mm. But the drummer uh, but actually is the drummer actually is vegan in my band. Aren't <laughs> they all? That you Come said on. <laughs> <laughs> and do the people are they in crisis mode when they contact you, or do they just say, "I think I should get a bit healthier"? Or is the majority of the people who ring you say, "Ah, oh, this is gone"? Um, you know, they're at the tipping point. Or do some people just want to get a little bit healthier? Yeah, fantastic question, man. And it's really, it's a mix. There's the people that say, I was just at the doctor yesterday and they said, uh, well, your cholesterol's up, your triglycerides are high uh, and you definitely weigh more than you should. And if you don't fix this, you're probably going to have heart disease and diabetes. Mm. And they say, oh God, what, what was that? <laughs> and so there's kind of a crisis mode there, but these issues, they don't just show up one day. They've been building up, right? So sometimes it's more of that. Sometimes it's uh, the guy that's just like, yeah, I looked in the mirror again and just, I, I still don't like that guy. Yeah. And, and you posted about like, people want to lose weight. So I, I don't know, here I am, help me out. And so it, it's kind <laughs> well, of You might a see a picture of yourself. You might mm -hmm. look in the mirror that much and you might see a post online or a picture of you and like, Jesus, look at the gut. Like you're there. I, I never even knew that I'd gone that bad. That happens a lot. A lot. I think yeah. you see a picture of yourself like, uh, but like I'd see myself, maybe I drank, was drink. maybe I did a lot, a lot of gigs and it was a lot of drinking and mm -hmm. so, someone would take a picture of it and you'd see it on Facebook. You'd be like, fuck, I look about 70 years old or something. You yeah. Know? Right. Especially at the gig, you know, you're, you before the gig, 
you're looking pretty fresh. You at least put on some deodorant, comb your beard out a little bit. You're looking <laughs> every third fresh. day on a on a long tour. You can't be doing yeah. that every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then, you know, after the gig, the fans want to take a picture with you. And those are the pictures that you see. You're all sweaty. You're not put together. Your hair is a mess. Like if you didn't look awesome beforehand, there's no way in hell you're going to look awesome afterwards. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it is. Yeah. But you want that longevity. Like if we're kind of, there is sometimes you might laugh when you see a bad picture, but really to have that longevity as a musician, you, you look at the guys like I, I think of um, Glenn Hughes. Uh, you, do you know him? He's like a singer and a bass player. He used to be in Deep Purple. Oh, oh yeah. But um, he used to be a drug addict, and and but he got really healthy. I think in, I went to see him at a gig. He gave a big long monologue about all this, and when he was around forty, he he got sober, but he was the worst drinker and guy taking drugs at of his group of musicians and now he's probably one of the only one left alive because he, he took this turn became super healthy he he can sing amazingly still now he's got this energy he's still touring no problem I, i'm not sure what age he is now he must be in his late 60s at least like so yeah. there's it's never too late to make a change and it gives you that you know longevity in your life doesn't it it does it does and it's something that we see like the rolling stones we can make fun of them all we want to for mm. being so old but they don't get that old without serious health. No, sure. Mick Jagger's been um, has a personal trainer like since he was in his late thirties, and I think he yeah. he trains like two about two hours a day. Like he's a seriously fit guy. Yeah, yeah, and even I, I love. Uh, I mean, Richard Branson from Virgin, he mm. says over and over the one thing that he attributes most to his success is his fitness. Yeah, just his exercise habit, not including everything else, like. The, the people that succeed at the highest levels for the longest times, the, high, the real high performers, they do not compromise their health. No. You know, the ones that do don't make it that far. Mm. We don't, we do, it's just not in the, the conversation with musicians as much as it should be. Like, it's all about how many hours did you spend in the shed this week or yeah. how much did you spend on equipment in the last year? But we think mm. about, but we don't think about what we spend on our health much, do we? Like, that's huge. Yeah. If, and I'm just going to give some tough love here, if that's all right. Yeah. Bass players. Plug in my charger. One second. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. Okay. You, like, think of the, like, if you're a bass player and you're about to spend, you know, a few grand on a nice new Federa, like, oh, that's a beautiful bass, man. But if you haven't bought one organic vegetable because it's too expensive, dude, you have a bass. You've got the skills to play it. Put the Federa off for another freaking month. Put some money towards your body. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, I, and guitarists, I think... guitarists with their boutique <laughs> amplifiers that cost eight thousand dollars. I bet they sound great. You know what else sounds great is a Fender amp that crushes it as long as you put in time in the shed. Put in your energy there. Put your money towards the body that's going to let you play forever. Yeah. Exactly. It's not about and every musician has invested so heavily in their music in their craft. Like, I mean, an upright bass, how much do those things cost on the cheap end you're spending like two grand? Yeah, definitely. And you're not willing to to spend a little money on uh, quality food? Like, exactly. oh, I can't do that. Better swing through the dollar menu. <laughs> I think it's even more expensive in America. In in our, in Europe, because um, I've toured around Europe, mm-hmm. uh, vegetables are super cheap. We have this chain, chain store, Lidl and Aldi. I think it's after coming to North America recently. But... Mm-hmm. um. You're looking at uh, fifty cent for most vegetables. Like it's they're so cheap yeah. over here. I think it's more expensive where you are. For the junk food is super cheap. I remember I was in um, 
Walmart when we yeah. were there and we were we did a shop like and we we wanted to get like some um tea we drink breakfast tea here black tea it was mm. really dear it was like seven bucks or something and then we were like yeah. oh and we got some cards and all that stuff and usually that would that shop would cost nothing over here it was really dear on the way out i saw a giant um bag of like you know those potato those puff things cheesy oh, puffs yeah <laughs> and it was huge like it was about four foot tall and it was like a dollar yeah <laughs> it's right. crazy it's, we've got a weird system over here man like there's a lot of beautiful things about america but one of the things that comes with that freedom is uh the freedom to eat like shit <laughs> so <laughs> it's not, yeah, there, I, there's in ireland anyway there's no um i think it's no no vat or no tax on vegetables and food oh, like wow. that yeah, yeah. And health supplements as well are exempt from it so i suppose that's that helps them be cheaper it's probably not the same in america yeah there's there's all sorts of weird weird fun issues over here and hey that's why uh, a third of americans are obese yeah i mean that's not the only reason why the the other reasons why me are include that they don't care about themselves enough to make a change mm. right which i was there like i'm not mad at anybody for doing that but i'm also here to say wake up <laughs> we got work to do yeah definitely it takes a lot of work like to change your mindset and it's about mm-hmm. forming habits really isn't it everything in life and i suppose as a musician you you if you're a, if you are a professional musician or at a high proficiency you have formed habits the habit of practicing so yes. it's about this new habit to do your your health and eating properly isn't it yeah yeah and that's a beautiful way that you phrased it like you've already formed habits you've mm-hmm. already become really successful at something you know, as a musician, if you're playing, even if you're just playing on the weekends, like, but you do have like a band, you've got gigs, like you've put in enough time and effort, you've put in habits and, and built this into your, into your character that you can make a change and improve yourself through music. Mm. You can take that same exact idea, man. You've got that same ability. It's just a different skill set. I just, I, I used to teach guitar nonstop. Uh, you know, I was, I was teaching uh, bass and guitar, you know, 40 hours a week, plus playing eight nights a week, just doing the, you know, the normal musician thing. Yeah. And what I realized is whether it's teaching music, you know, learning guitar or learning which supplement you should take at what time of the day or learning which food is going to be best, mm. it's still learning. It's still just a set of habits and skills. And you, I mean, a lot of people have the habit of turning on the TV right when they get home. Yeah. What if you had the habit of like doing some yoga? Mm. It's not hard. No, I, I, I've tried. I've struggled. I tr- tried so many <laughs> times to form that habit. It's like, this is the year I'm going to be the yoga guy. And I have, yeah. I, I dust off the match, you know, it's, it's in the press. And mm-hmm. I do like one, like two minutes of it. And then I'm like, I, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> I just put yeah. it away. <laughs> And and here you were asking about hacks earlier. Quick, easy hack for getting into yoga. It's on YouTube. It's free. Yeah. Google yoga. Pick the first one. Go. Mm. Just like that. Take the. Don't have to think. Don't even have to try hard. Put it on and watch if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll get. That'll be a start, right? If you see yeah, other people doing it, you'll be, you won't feel as awkward. Maybe. Yeah. Right. And for the for the men out there that are like. Psh, yoga that's for hippies dude if you've ever worked out if you've ever been in sports and you move your body and you mm. like the way that it felt that's all yoga is yeah 
it's just that there's more girls doing it so it's a little more fun right (laughs) and and you don't have to wear yoga pants you can wear just sweatpants if you want (laughs) it's not not necessary exactly 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 so and yoga isn't the only form of exercise there's a million things to do but yoga is just it gets your body flowing it can relax you before bed it's got some benefits so go get the free stuff i use yoga with adrian she's fantastic she's Mm. got a ton of playlists yeah yeah just as like another hack something people can Mm. use you google yoga with adrian she's from austin texas she's funny she's got practices that are like videos that are two minutes long videos that are over an hour long you pick what length you want to do and there's even yoga for musicians is one of her videos really it's it's out there yeah (laughs) but i suppose you could do it in the hotel or if you're on a tour like and you're trying to get in some kind of practice you could definitely do a few stretches in the morning like that'd be brilliant yeah absolutely and bringing it back to that idea of a habit if you learn uh like a one minute movement of some sort whether it's a yoga thing or just some stretches if that's the first thing you did when you wake up every day that's just a beautiful habit to have like you you wake up roll out of bed and you do five push-ups suddenly you're the guy that does push-ups if you're the exactly. guy that does push-ups, you're probably going to be the guy that has one less shot at night, you know, or, <laughs> or, or at least the guy that's going to look for a fruit cup at the gas station instead of just grabbing a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, so I, that's just another habit that, that it, it's like a domino that tips over the other mm-hmm. ones. If you start your day with some sort of activity like that, then it's going to put it in your head that you're the guy that wants to have activity, that wants to care for himself. Mm. And it's going to prepare to not have pizza after the gig, right? Or something yeah. like that. True. I have another one actually that I use on tour. I always, mm. well, I, I was saying before that I was telling you before we decided to do this, that we bring a cooler, me and the lads in the band Crow Black Chicken. We, we bought these coolers in Aldi that you plug in. So we bring them to every Airbnb we stay in plug, <laughs> yeah. and it has like our, our stuff in it. But um, what it has in it is my uh, oat milk and porridge. So, I, I eat porridge every day at home, but on tour as well. So then I know one of my three meals is going to be healthy, no matter what happens yes. on tour. So I've ar- I'm already winning. I, I, I Before I leave on tour, I know that I'm going to eat healthy one third of the time. So yeah, porridge and fruit. So that's in my cooler. And we've got yeah. like other stuff like wraps and fruit and vegetables and all that stuff. So I found that to be a really good hack because then you're not worrying about how can I find something healthy? Or if you get to a venue and they give you some crap, usually a pizza, you can say, we don't want it. We're okay. And you got your, your cooler, you know? Right. Right. And that's, that's an amazing thing to do. And there's all these different options, right? There are options everywhere. Tony Robbins says it's never a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. And Mm. you just proved like you get resourceful, you bring a cooler, you're going to be okay. Like there's good food. (laughs) Of course, if you're the only person, I, I'll share part of my experience. If you're the only person eating healthy and you're the one that brings the extra cooler as well as your suitcase, yeah. you're going to get made fun of. Just be ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, like, really? Again, man, we don't have room for that. We've got to put in this and that. Like, yeah, really. This matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This really matters. <laughs> and I mean, I know other bands that'll take a, an Instant Pot or a Crock Pot on tour. So you go in for, you know, before you go to the gig, you put in a chicken into your crock pot, you turn it on. By the time you get back from the gig, you got a fully cooked chicken waiting in your hotel room. <laughs> Have you done that? <laughs> cooked a full chicken? I haven't done it. I mean, I've done it at home, not, not on tour, but uh, 
that's totally something doable. You can get chickens, just chicken breast or any meat. You mm. put it in there, it's ready to go. And man, if you get good quality meat, it's fantastic for you. That's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat meat, but I'm not like one of these people that says eating meat is bad for you. I, yeah. I know that <laughs> any diet that has a balance is healthy, you know? So mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. you can eat meat and be healthy. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And that's uh, something that really, it's a, there's a lot of, there's so much information out there, right? There's so much information out there. What diet should I eat? What food should I eat? Like, should I just be eating quinoa? Like, I don't, you know, what, what do I do? Like, mm. what's really out there? And like you said, there's no one size fits all kind of thing. So how do you know who to trust? How do you know what, what article you read online on whatever blog is actually correct? Yeah, there's just too much information. No. It's just nonstop, yeah. isn't it? Like it, one week, this yeah. is healthy. Then it's unhealthy. Don't eat meat. Then you have people, they only eat meat. What? Or then you yeah. have people, they think they're Neanderthals. They're eating the paleo diet. They're going around eating only meat and nuts. And there's just so much stuff. Yeah. And, and, on, uh, and there's so much beauty in that too, because that means these people, all these different people have found real success to the point where they're evangelists about their one diet. Mm. Like vegan works. I did it and I love it and you need to do it too. Right? <laughs> Paleo, carnivore. No, being a carnivore is the way. That is the truth. It works mm-hmm. for everybody. Let's, like, no, none of them work for everybody. It worked for you. That one worked for you. And I love you for that. Thank yeah. you for finding what works for you. <laughs> I know what works for me is like meat, vegetables, some goat cheese. Mm. Uh, and I eat a lot of chocolate. I love chocolate. I eat a ton of chocolate. Really? Oh, dark, <laughs> dark chocolate though, is it? With the less sugar. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, does goat's cheese is low in lactose, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no lactose at all. It's either none or very, very little. Mm. Uh, and same thing with sheep cheese. And so that's one thing that a lot of people react to cow dairy. And we see this a lot too. Uh, a bunch of our clients get um, a different issues. Normally it's, it's uh, gut issues with cow dairy. Mm. Because we're all allergic to lactose from 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 birth, like, but because we keep drinking milk, we have this intolerance. Is that true? I'm not sure if this is true. It's what I've read online. Right, that's another one of those. Like, is it true? And the the truth is, there is no way to know 110 percent for sure. Some people are much more sensitive than others. Some people are completely lactose intolerant. I have other clients who can have it, have no negative issues at all. And they just feel great. Even after they, they didn't have it for a month or two months. Mm. So at that point, it, it, it's so individual. And the things, there's a lot that plays into it. We've got uh, individual genetics, right? Every person was dealt a certain hand of cards. Yeah. And then in your gut, in your body, you've got your microbiome. You've got this diverse array of bacteria and viruses and parasites and fungus all in your gut. Everybody has all of this. If anybody out there was like, I don't have parasites, you're wrong. <laughs> yes, you do. Congratulations. <laughs> they're your friends. And because they're different in each person, they digest food differently as you eat it. Mm. So it's possible that right now you might feel terrible with lactose in your system. You might feel terrible on cow dairy. But then if you introduce the right bacteria for long enough, you can have it and you feel fine. Mm. Your body heals enough that it can process any of the inflammatory reactions. You can feel fine. I used to get straight up nauseous on cow dairy. And now if I have some, my nose just stuffs up a little bit when I go to bed. 
Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you, you've some kind of change in your system that you can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. The body heals, the body regenerates, mm. your liver regenerates itself completely. You've got a whole new liver every, uh, what is it? Seven months. Really? Yeah. Whole thing. All, all, all out. It just changed out the whole thing. Your gut lining, the gut, the, the lining, it literally goes from your nose out your colon. That whole thing replaces itself every 30 days. You've got a whole new set of cells. Your bone, your skeleton replaces mm. itself every 10 years. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, your cells are always reproducing. Always. And because of that, we're healing, we're changing. Mm. And, and what diet works for you now may not work for you in 10 years. Mm. And right, have so you have you so seen much about this? Sorry to cut across you. Yeah, yeah, go, go. Have you seen much? Because we're I'm conscious that we've got only so much time, and I want to yeah. talk a bit about your music career as well. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Have you have you read anything about psychobiotics? You know about how your gut biome affects your um your well your your mental state. Have you have you seen? Mm. I've I heard a podcast about that, and there's actually yeah. a few prominent doctors in Ireland working on it. Have you read yes. much into that? I have, I have. And the, the most important takeaway from learning about psychobiotics. So, so just so anybody that doesn't know what that is, uh, think of probiotics. Those are, it's literally good gut bacteria that you're taking in a pill or eating from sauerkraut or something. Right. And that's going to help your gut digest better. That improves that microbiome. There is something called the vagus nerve that runs from your brainstem down into your gut and it goes all around your organs. And that literally connects your brain with your gut and your gut actually has neurons in it. How crazy is that? Yeah, your that's gut crazy. has brain cells, basically. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally your second brain is in your gut. So when you have a gut feeling, that's your it, other brain. Talking. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's real. It is yeah. very real. And so the thing about uh, psychobiotics is that's putting in certain bacteria that will produce certain neurotransmitters to help you feel different or feel better. So 75% of your serotonin is produced in your gut, right? So serotonin is the, the hormone that makes you feel happy, fulfilled. If you are eating junk food, if you're eating shit, you're not even giving yourself a chance at producing all that, that 75% of that serotonin. If you're depressed and you haven't even tried cutting out sugar, in my opinion, you've got no place to complain yet. Mm. right? Cutting out sugar is so much cheaper than a therapist. <laughs> yeah, please. And I, I, I'm very, very adamant about this. I've had people get mad at me for this stance. But I've worked with enough people that said, Oh, my God, I cut out sugar, like you said, and holy shit, I'm happy. Mm. And then I reintroduced it one day to see what it would do. And then I was depressed for the next two days. Yeah, well, it comes back to what you said, everyone is different. Some people, yeah, they will feel great after dropping sugar. Other people will need to go to talk therapy. Some right. people might take medication. Everyone is completely different. Is why, mm -hmm. and, and I suppose that's why what you do works because it's individual plans for everyone, isn't it? That you're catering. Right. right. Exactly. We've got to figure out like, what is it that's throwing you off? Yeah. And how do you and get to the optimum you like become the you that you want to be? Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes what's throwing you off isn't even a food. Sometimes it's a thought, mm. right? Coming back to that, the, that gut brain connection. If you've ever been about to go on stage and suddenly you see it's the biggest crowd you've ever played to and you're like, Oh God. And you start shaking. That's your brain affecting the rest of your body. If you're in that fight or flight mode, because you're uh, you and your girlfriend got in a fight, like 
that's affecting your body. Suddenly you don't have an appetite. You don't feel like eating or suddenly you feel like drinking a whole lot. Yeah. Right. That's still a gut brain connection. And so it's not just about the, the things that we're literally physically consuming, but mentally, emotionally too, can have these same inflammatory effects on your body. So we've got to learn not just what does the body need, but what does the brain need? Yeah. They work together. It's all one being. Mm, definitely. And being creative, like you, you really have to keep your brain at top performance. You know, you're not going to really be able to come out with your best stuff if you're not in the best place, really, are you? Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, that's not to say like there's so much beauty that comes from being in some sort of pain, right? Mm. There's so many songs that were written out of sadness from breakups from real rock bottom places. But at the same time, to make those songs, to bring those to a recording studio, to, to actually be in the place where you can record to sing that over and over to different people, you can't stay in that rock bottom spot. There's such value in that in that in that low low point and the whole point is so you can feel that take the lesson you learned and get out yeah it should be a snapshot of the low point not exactly not your yes. status quo right i love the way you say that yeah it should be a snapshot not the status quo we all have shitty days mm, definitely it's, yeah. it's just comes <laughs> with life you know it's ups and downs that's that's normal but you mm -hmm. want your there's a lot of i suppose they call it some sometimes people give out about toxic positivity and stuff like that these days don't they there's oh, yeah. a like your life isn't about like being happy every day it's about you know being content and there's always going to be ups and downs it's not mm -hmm. some people think they're aiming for like you know this ideal life and they'll have everything and it'll be perfect and i'll have all the equipment and i'll be in the best band and i'll get the best gigs and i'll be getting recognition for being how yeah. awesome i am at the bass but no one's life is like that even the most famous bass players in the world they have the ups and downs just like everyone else that's that's mm -hmm. the way the world works like yeah absolutely everyone's got every, all the ups all the downs right and it's not to say you shouldn't aim for the best if you don't have a high if you're not shooting for the moon you're never going to get out of the atmosphere <laughs> that's a good one that's a good quote <laughs> yeah it's it's i i I'm shooting. I'll just so you guys know, I'm shooting for the moon too. We all are. Like, I want to end obesity in the world. I want it gone. I have to aim really freaking high. Yeah, <laughs> one person at a time. You're getting there slowly. One person but... <laughs> at a time. And and here's the beautiful thing is, I can tell you over and over. We get someone in and we help them start making this change. Within weeks, they say, "Oh yeah, my mother-in-law actually was asking me what I should eat." Mm. So they're passing on the knowledge to other people that see how their yeah. transformation. Right. And we can continue to expand, but that only happens if I, if I shoot for the moon, if I aim for the biggest, best thing we can do, and maybe I'll make a dent. Hell, maybe I'll die early. We'll see, but I'm still <laughs> going to try, man. Yeah. Well, so, you'll enjoy so, the journey, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of every up and every down. If you're aiming to be the best bass player in the whole wide world, you want to be, you want to be uh, shred harder than Les Claypool and look cooler than like Billy Sheehan. I don't know, whatever, whoever your guys are, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone has want, different guys. I suppose. Right. Like if you want to be like them, you should shoot for the moon. You should aim to be better than them and ask yourself, what do I need to do to get there? Yeah. If you're aiming that high, you're going to have some really low days. Mm. You don't get to experience the top 5% of life without experiencing the bottom 5% either. Yeah. It's going to be tough for aiming at that high, like, cause 
you, sometimes you don't think you're reaching your goal as quick as you should be, be that with your base playing or your weight loss. I, I, I'm sure with weight loss, that can be very discontenting as well. Like if you're not getting the pounds off that you think you should, if you're putting in the work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's rough. It's rough. And that's, I, I've seen it with myself and with our clients. So when I was running ultra marathons and I had a trainer and I was exercising nonstop and I couldn't get below 200 pounds, I was like, what is wrong with me? Mm. How am I such a failure? And it sucks. But there's always a way out. There's yeah. always a way out. I don't care who you are, what, what's going on. There's always a way. There's always something to change. There, everything in life, you're, you're, you're either creating or allowing it to happen. So I was allowing it to happen by not learning what I needed to learn to get out of that spot. Until I did. And then I dropped down another 50 pounds. It was badass. <laughs> it was what, awesome. What's pounds? Okay, so in in your in Ireland and in England, we mm. we speak in stone. So just I wrote it down. Fourteen pounds is one stone. So <laughs> that's a good conversion of it there. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, that's yeah. a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I lost a, a total of eighty five pounds, which is like amazing. And and the best part, like we talked about at the beginning, the best part is the level of freedom that that you can feel. The level of happiness you can feel your relationships could get better. And uh, I swear to you, my clients all like me too. everybody else that I work with, even people that I've just talked to in passing, gave them a couple tips. Everyone says, wow, just focusing on that upgraded something about my energy too. Mm. And when you upgrade your energy overall, you got your, your high vibes. If you want to say it that way, like other things in life start to line up. Yeah. You know, whether it's career improves. So you make more money. So you're happier. So you show up better for your family and it makes you want to work out more because you saw that it helped. It's this positive feedback loop that helps keep you going. Mm, definitely. Sure. You're going the more energy you have, the more work you can do, like, and to pursue to hit, get into the moon, as you say, yeah. <laughs> if you have the energy and do you still play music, Rusty, or did this kind of take over your life? This held, um, thing that you're doing like or and were you always into this um information about health or was it just when you started trying to lose weight that you started studying all this nutritional stuff it was really once i once i was fed up with myself uh is when i when i just said okay i gotta figure it out so before that i thought music was my life purpose i thought it was what i was on this earth to do and i, I realize now that uh nope uh, like I love it. I still play. It's what yeah. I do. I'm in Nashville, so I could I could see my friends play this week and oh, cool. uh, and actually get some playing in. But that's uh, it's not my it's not my number one purpose on this earth. Like, you thought it was your vocation, but it turns mm-hmm. out it isn't. Yeah, it's a serious passion. I will never stop. I mean, I'm a musician. I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> exactly. it just goes away. Um, but but helping people the really learn to experience the next level. I want everyone in the world to, to have their healthiest, most fulfilling life possible. Mm. So and that's, that's my mission. That's what I'm here to do. And, uh, and I'll still play play and sing some songs on the side. And I, I would love that. So. <laughs> that's, so it's just kind of a hobby now. It's instead of a career. And how long did you do like the teaching and gigging? How many years were you doing that for? Yeah, I was teaching for 15 years. I was gigging, uh, gosh, way too much for, for about 10 <laughs> years straight. And, uh, it was just nonstop and it was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, of course there's ups and downs with it, yeah. but that was the, uh, that was just that, that season of life was absolutely amazing. And now for me, it's, it's the time to help other people 
be able to do that at a high level forever. That's all. Well, brilliant. Fair play to you. Like you, I think you're getting a lot of um, satisfaction from helping all these people. Yes, definitely. It's very selfish. It just makes me feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, it's it's pretty altruistic. I'm, I know you're making a living doing it, but I I I can tell by talking to you, you're the kind of guy who gives a hundred and ten percent to every client. You know, you're like you were probably like that as a teacher as well as a guitar teacher. You probably students weren't just another random kid coming in. You probably gave them that extra, you know, tuition. I did my absolute best, definitely. And that's not to say I was perfect. You know, it, it took time to learn. It was still a skill. And it, I mean, you don't play, you don't know what it's like to play your best gig unless you played a gig and said like, oh, I really didn't do my best. Or <laughs> I really didn't, I didn't give it what I could have. Mm. I was thinking about lunch tomorrow while I was singing that song. <laughs> that's <laughs> so hard not to do. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to do, right? Like, oh, I'm playing this song for the 18th time. And I'm so, oh, what do they have in the green room? I saw some chips. So going to get some of those. Right? And I'm, oh, yeah, I'm on stage. It's right? good so, to know I'm not the only one that does that. I'm yeah. always <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. Um, so, yeah, so I, I did do my absolute best back then. But it came with those times to, to screw it up. You have to fail before you can know what it's like to succeed. Yeah. So. So you def uh, yeah. So you had alert. You learned a lot from. Uh, but did you find? Have you had? So you have a bad guitar student. Is what's it like when you have a bad <laughs> client? Maybe that doesn't want to put in the work. Is it hard? Do, is it hard to turn them around to get them to put in put in the hours and put in the work they need to put in? Kinda. And the the big kinda there is, we don't just work with anybody. I'll be super transparent here. If mm. you're not ready to do the work. I'm not going to work with you. Yeah. I only want to work with people who are serious. If you're ready for a real change, I will change your fucking life. If you're not ready and you're like, yeah, I'll just do yoga 10 minutes a day. Like that's amazing. You have your own path when you're ready. I'm here. Yeah. And when you, when you're ready, we're going to put in the work. Brilliant. Getting, getting to be a master at, at any instrument. Like there's that 10,000 hour rule, whether or not you believe in it, like it's, it takes effort. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes money. Health is no different. It's going to take effort, time, energy, money, focus, everything you've got to, to make a real change sustain. Mm, And it doesn't mean your music has to take a backseat either. Like you can still pursue it and push the practice just as much like, and, and we do, I know Mm -hmm. at the moment people have more time they ever had, but you definitely can find time to do these things. Like, you know, you don't have to watch that extra yeah. TV show, like binge through it. You could, you can always find some time to do some exercise. I think like, mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We've got, I'll tell you about, uh, one of our clients, Nick, he's fantastic. Nick, I love you, buddy. If you're out there. So <laughs> he, he's one of the, the best examples of busyness is just a bullshit excuse. If you think you're too busy, you're wrong. And, and it's because of people like Nick that showed, okay, I've got a family with, uh, and we just got a new puppy. That's awesome. Right. And then I've got a full-time job and I've got multiple bands that I play in. And you know what? Why not work on losing a hundred pounds? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it all. Does that mean it's easy? No, but he's got enough time every day to run multiple 
businesses basically between his music and, and everything else he does in life plus his family take time for himself and take time to be really present on our, our coaching calls right and learn when am i going to cook when am i going to exercise he fits all that in so if you don't have multiple businesses if you don't have music on top of that if you don't have a family if you if you're making any excuse it's an excuse right you get to prioritize what's really important in life mm. if if you want something bad enough you'll make it happen definitely richard yeah. richard branson richard freaking branson one of the most powerful people in the whole wide world still finds time to exercise every single day I get, obviously you can tell, I get really passionate and sometimes angry because I want people to, to make a change. I was there. I wasn't ready for a change for a long time. So I just kept drinking. Like I wasn't ready to spend money on it, on vegetables, but man, I always had money for beer. <laughs> always had money <laughs> for beer. For priorities. Yeah, exactly. what, beer did, what beer did you drink, Krusty? Oh, it depends. It was, uh, when I was buying it for myself and I wanted the cheap stuff, I would go Miller Lite because I heard that it was healthier. Uh, <laughs> come on. Uh, Guinness, by the way, is like legally gluten-free or something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's vegan now. They got rid of the Iceland glass. They use, oh. they use strain it through like um, fish uh, guts <laughs> or some weird thing, some kind of fish product. But they, they, they replaced the Iceland glass with um, a synthetic version. So now it's wow. gluten-free and vegan. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but then I was I was a whiskey guy more than anything, so I was drinking Bullet Rye was my go-to or Jim Beam if I was feeling classy. So <laughs> that wouldn't be very calorific, though, really, would it? Like whiskey wouldn't have a lot of calories, or is that? Vodka? Uh, it's lower. You're looking at like 100 calories a shot. Um, <laughs> so, which if you're counting calories, that that matters. Uh, we don't count calories here. We mm. just throw that all out the window. It's not necessary. It's not sustainable. Um, I feel very strongly about that. It works for some people. I did it for a bit. It helped kind of jumpstart and learn some things, but it's not something you got to stick to. Thank no, God. You're not going to do so, that for like 50 years. Oh, you're counting oh. <laughs> the calories in each meal. Like who, no one's going to do that. No, you should be there. You eat to enjoy it and to fuel yeah. yourself, you know, get some good fuel in there and, and enjoy time with your, your family and with the deliciousness of the food, like worrying about every single calorie, every single carb count, like just enjoy it. Yeah. Love you can have food. a cheat. You can have a cheat day as well. Have something yeah. really sugary if you want something. Oh, totally. But if you're going to cheat, like do it with something tasty at least, not some crap thing. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your number one? Before we, we'll finish up soon, so because I think you have a client in a while. What, what's your number one cheat food, Rossi? Uh, just about every Friday, my wife and I go out for uh, tacos and ice cream. Nice. Just normal vanilla what any flavor of ice cream in particular you like or just vanilla mint chocolate chip mint. oh yeah i think that my i like vanilla or a very good quality vanilla or mint chocolate chip yeah or and pistachio That's, oh yeah that can be nice <laughs> pistachio <laughs> that's one of those flavors that everybody either loves it or they hates it yeah i, I, I got it. it in italy before that was the first time i had it in in a small town there and it was just delicious but everything was delicious they were yeah they gave us free food for f five days in italy at a, a festival we were playing nice. and it was just okay you would have been horrified by the eating we were doing <laughs> <laughs> they literally gave us an entire table of food just for us and as much yes. red wine as you can drink like <laughs> <laughs> man if i was there with you i probably would have partaken in, in plenty of it too man it's uh 
it, I, I suppose it was a good it was good Italian food you know it was all 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 home cooked and just amazing yeah. I, I've never ate such nice food in my entire life <laughs> oh that's beautiful man and that's one of the things too if you're gonna make a sustainable change if you want to lose weight and keep it off for good and that that's our main mission like I want to help men and musicians just lose weight keep it off just get rid of it for good you have to have the ways to experience things like that. If you say no every time, if you go to Italy and you don't have their food that they make really like the same way they've made it for a thousand years, mm. that's kind of sad. You should have yeah. that food. That's a good point, though. That is kind of sad, isn't it? Like to, if you were like so strict on this diet that you couldn't even enjoy this amazing food that they're giving you, which is their culture, like, and you're like, oh yeah. no. I can't. I'm on a diet. I'm really strict. I'm counting the calories. I I had a breakfast bar this morning. I've I've used all my calories or whatever. Yeah. Then there's there's a time for both of them, right? There is time in your life to get strict and learn what it takes to make real change. But if you want to sustain it, you've got to enjoy it. It's just life. If you want to sustain life, you've got to enjoy it, man. Life sucks when you're sad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So I'll let you get on to get back to your next client. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. This is a different. This is definitely a change for the show. I've obviously we've we always talk about base. It's a base podcast, but you you just about um if this was the Irish international soccer team, they had a thing called the granny rule back in the nineties or before even, where we used to get um foreign players in, but they were allowed to play on the national team because their grandparents were Irish. So. Oh. We had loads of English players. We had a, an Italian guy, even Tony Cascarino. So you you got on the podcast through the grandfather rule. You played a bass, so <laughs> you were allowed to come on and chat to us. <laughs> I love it, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So where can uh, people which... check you out, man? And what is on Instagram? Is that where you mainly hang out? Yeah, Instagram's the main spot. At the coach Rusty is the the main piece right there. Check that out. If you've got any questions at all, like just send us a DM. My wife, Nikki, is in there all the time, uh, able to, to chat with you. If you need any help, you want to just talk to me, you can hit me up. Just DM Nikki and she'll get you on with me. On the website, rustyosborne.com, you could actually book a slot on my calendar today if you want to. If you want to just call and chat, cool, I'm here. If you want to call and talk weight loss, cool, I'm here. If you want to talk base, call me. If you want to do a weight loss, call Rusty. Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And also, uh, this is going to be my, my first official announcement. We're launching the podcast. Whoa! Oh, nice one. So it's going to be Losing Weight with Rusty Osborne coming out May 1st. So, that's And what kind of great. guests are you going to have on? Is it your old clients or just a whole spectrum of people from um, the, the music world? A whole spectrum. A whole spectrum. And really what we're going to be looking at, it's, it's obviously going to be focused on how do we make a sustainable change? How do we lose weight for good? The thing like we talked about was mindset is so big. So we'll be talking to successful people in all industries really to say, okay, what helped you make a change and stick to it? Mm. That's really what I'm going for. What, what helped you make a change and stick to it? How can we apply that to our health? Yeah. How can we prioritize that and really, really get it going? So it's going to be uh, diverse. We're, we'll have musicians on for sure. We'll have some of my clients that have made awesome changes on there. So you could hear, their transformation and i mean it's just inspiring anytime you hear someone's story like i wouldn't have kept playing bass if i didn't hear from scott's bass lessons how he used to like suck yeah. so bad you know <laughs> like oh if scott sucked and he plays like that like yeah i can do this and then, and then maybe he, it helped me he nearly gave up as well because he has that um 
yeah. that condition where, he, where his hands do this spasming thing. V- Victor Wooten has it as well. Yeah. And then he got the glove and he kept going. Like, and he, he, yeah. he's, he's so it is inspiring to hear things like that, isn't it? Like, these people. It is so much. It's not a problem of resources, it's a problem of resourcefulness. There's always a way out. There's always a way out. You just got to maintain hope, ask for help when you need it. And man, we're all in this shit together. <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> <laughs>